look at you guys just working together and shit. Wow. Yeah. That's that's uh that's the idea, you know. On our conference call today, I called him the darkness by accident. <laughs> yeah, you fucking wish you called him the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, go sorry, ahead. go ahead. people in there looking in. <laughs> Mike, you gotta be professional. Well, uh, how many times have I ever called you Otto in my life? Uh, that's true. Should we all just start calling you Otto? No. No, no, that's too much. <laughs> that's like a friend of mine from Nassau. I've known him since we were like in high school or kid, like middle school or whatever. And so I've only ever known him as Jacob. And then he goes off to university and gets a nickname Duke. So all of his like friends at university call him Duke. And I'm like, who the f is Duke? Well, when when Ian and I started the business, I couldn't I couldn't keep calling him Scrub. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to I had to learn his first name. Ian. <laughs> yeah. Ian. <laughs> at uh, Robert John. Yeah. This. Uh, yeah, Swan uh, somehow persuaded me to come on here pro bono. Uh, oh, you fucking persuaded you pro bono. I was asking him where to send the invoice, and essentially it, it turned into me actually contributing money. Yeah, I, and, told, him, and, I told him the only, money time. the only money that's taken place is us giving money to open to start the thing, so... If he wants and, to, he can chip into that. <laughs> and, and I said, if, if, we, if we make these regular appearances, uh, I'll, I'll chip into the trust fund. <laughs> First guest appearance, and we have a spectator. And we have a silent shadow, shadow <laughs> guest. <laughs> the best part is we can talk shit about him, and he can't say anything because he's a no. shadow guest. No, exactly. That's amazing. Yeah, we're just going to continuously talk shit about Jared. That should just be the whole episode. I mean, that's what I plan for. The whole episode just talk shit about J Ray, and he can't yeah, say more or less. Okay. Oh, shit. Why? No, no, it's okay. No, it's all good. You told oh, me God. to get off my Mac phone. Yeah. The no, iPhone no. six. <laughs> it was choppy when you were on the phone, so it might be. Better Never had a case on it. Still rocking. I know. I still have this success too, man. I still have. I need the headphone jack, bro. Dude, that phone is so you have small, to have man. it. It's such a scam. The uh, the air the AirPods. I mean, you gotta give it up for the business savvy, but are they not client friendly? No, I mean when you think about it, taking removing the headphone jack makes sense. It's it's the only problem is that nobody else jumped on it. And changing the charger because the, the headphone time jack the, phone. the headphone jack only does one thing. So if you can remove that. It creates so much more space within the phone to put a bigger battery, etc. It makes That's sense fair. to remove it. It makes That's sense fair. to remove it. It's just, just nobody else did it. If everybody else had done it, then we wouldn't even be talking about it. Apple was the first ones to take the CD player out of out of laptops. Do we miss that? No. Everyone it's, else started doing it's, it. It's, I don't else know, man. We'll just take. I don't know. Some, out of it sometimes well. I want to watch old school porn, like Daisy Does Dallas and shit. But <laughs> that's not on the I internet. Find that shit online, man. It's not I'm on sure. the internet. I mean, oh, if you're that oh, desperate, or you can always buy like a USB CD drive on the side. You know, if you're that desperate, yeah. I'm not I, I bought an mine. auxiliary cable to plug my phone. But into that's my what car. I mean. That that creates so much more space within a laptop, and everyone else jumped on board, so we don't miss it. 
if everyone else had jumped on board with the headphone thing, we wouldn't miss it's, it. It's not necessarily the headphones because I, I get it. Um, it actually works out um, when you're jacking internet outside of the gym because you can just leave your phone from the side and you can just have your AirPods in. So it actually works. But it's the pattern of Apple. They always change these little things that force you to continue to buy things, such as the charger. That's just and capitalism, that, and, man. Oh, I know. That's what I mean. You got to applaud it. But at the end of the day, that's I'm but, I'm really against but, Apple for that because think, <laughs> most things are, most you things you can Samsung, translatable across other things. If you think that Samsung and all these other companies aren't trying to do the same thing that Apple's doing, well, then you're just not paying attention. Look well, at I Google. Said Google's, they wouldn't. Google's trying to do the exact same thing that with Google Drive. You know, sharing across platforms, running Android on multiple devices. They tried to come out with their own tablet. Everyone's trying to do what Apple's done. Apple's just been better at it than everybody else. Oh, I, I, I give it that. Again, it was just it was more going back to doing it for the client, right? It's not suspicious, but somehow Apple keeps coming out on top after all these years. I mean, you have to believe that they're doing a little bit of corporate espionage, corporate sabotage. Somehow they keep coming out number one. So, yeah, I'm, a I'm a product. little cautious. They make a better product. Yeah, because they maybe sent people to destroy Samsung's thing while it was in uh, infancy. (laughs) You don't know this. I'm pretty sure I do. This pretty sure I do. What you're saying is Apple's just saints. Saints coming up with nice shit every day. Pretty sure they're not going and stealing Samsung prototypes and throwing them in a dumpster. Like I'm pretty sure that's not happening. I'm pretty sure somebody stole like an Apple prototype, like the iPhone. Yeah, if anyone stealing anything, other people stealing Apple shit. Somebody found like an iPhone 4 that was in like an iPhone 3G case to make it look like an iPhone 3G. And it was like the secret phone was inside that and somebody yeah. stole that. And then they like put it on the internet and stuff like that. And then Smart. Steve Jobs was still alive at the time. And so he called the reporter that had it and he said, so what do you think about it? So he admitted it was real. <laughs> hmm. ah. Well, welcome, I mean, boys. To have you all back. Another, another week. Is anybody? Am I the only one who like goes back to the office every day now? I guess Chan goes to the office every day. Yeah, no, I've, I've been back week. since mid-May. There's only you've been to the office there. every day. Yeah, I try to sneak a few from home, but most of the time I'm in there. And now the courts are opening up. We should so uh, actually we should, getting busy. We should make a note of the fact that we have our first guest on for this show. Oh yeah, where's the formal introduction, Nathan? <laughs> we uh, we uh, we're missing uh, two of our members today, so we asked one of our buddies, uh, Rob, to fill in. So Rob's here, joining. Sorry, go ahead. Thank you, thank you, Nathan. Not a problem. You were just mentioning there that um, you know you're going into the office and the and the courts are opening up. What 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 is that starting to look like? You know. Uh, right away, they started using Zoom. Who must just be killing it right now? Like in, like in the courts? Yeah. So initially it was teleconference. It was really difficult because as you can imagine, it's like doing one of these calls. So you have people kind of talking and then you have the dead silence where nobody knows who's going next. <laughs> no. Uh, and, and then the difficult part is you can't really speak to your client. You can't slide notes. You if they ask mm. questions, they ask mm. questions. You just go, um, you, you're going to have to ask them. And then you get the awkward silence. And then they, they come on and 
tend to go on a rant and you're and you can't tell them you can't look at them to be like yeah, you know, be quiet. shut the oh, fuck up yeah, yeah you can't do it right like you can't, even, you can't like kick them under the table you can't do any of that oh like, that's and then a good point so so now they're starting to move it over to zoom so which allows for the breakout rooms which is handy because mm-hmm. then you don't have to hang up and call back in but again you it's hard to interject so sometimes you have to keep a straight face on Zoom while your client's just going on a rant and judge can see everything and everyone's just trying to be like, oh man, here we go. But they're doing a pretty good job with it and they are now allowing some in person, but you have to request it and everyone mm. has to consent. If one person says, no, I'm not doing that. The no whole go. thing is, oh wow. Just okay. over Zoom, yeah. So it, it's cutting legal fees down. So I guess it's good for the clients because the time That's spent. True. Yeah. That is. I actually never thought about that. Yeah, I just never thought that. They'd never thought of the issue. What, that I, I would think so maybe you'd be able to yeah, bill so more time, though. Uh, well, sometimes in court, you show up at nine thirty. You're sitting there all day long, and you bill hourly. Um, mm. So, cause, mm. and that's certain certain ones, right? Doing I do family, so it's generally an hourly rate. You're not allowed to do con- uh, contingency, which is when you get a cut of the proceeds. So they can do that stuff with personal injury and things like that, but not uh, crim or family. Okay. Uh, yeah. So they're starting to do that and it's cutting it down because this time you haven't allotted time and when it's done, it's done. So everything's got electronic signature. They're actually allowing that, which was never allowed before. Like I could witness you signing right now. You scan the copy back to me, and that's legal. Where before we couldn't do that, you had to be. In and that's there's, legal. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff like that, though, that's starting mm-hmm. to, because of this whole pandemic, mm-hmm. forcing the world to sort of start accepting things that probably should have been accepted for a little while, if we're being honest. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the court. The courts have been living in the 18th century for I don't know how long. <laughs> um, but 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 it's you know it has an impact when people rely on let's say our process servers filing documents. Now everything's going electronic. What's this guy going to do, right? His job's essentially almost been eliminated for the time being. I mean, it does have its impacts, but for saving clients money, hundred percent meeting times, everything like that, that you can do it online. It's definitely working, working in their favor. As you know, they're exorbitant fees too at times. So it can definitely add up. So it works in their benefit. Have you had to deal with a, uh, a case that has a jury or anything like that yet? In my articling, I got to watch jury selection and then I... Over Zoom? <clears throat> no, no, no. Sorry. When uh, This w- this would have been back in 2017. Yeah, okay. right. So no, n- nothing nothing like that. And right now trials are actually suspended. I, ha- I had a couple that were planned for May and now they're just suspended indefinitely until further notice. Uh, so now they're bringing everything else back, but trials don't have a return date right now. I'm assuming they're pushing some forward if they're urgent, but outside of that, um, they're on hold, kind of forcing people to negotiate a bit more, but others just dig in their heels and just wait it out. Unless you want that plea deal, man. Yeah, like, like I said, I, I don't do too much on the crim side, but I know they were completely shut down for a while. Uh, other than trying to get people out of custody, just for the simple fact of uh, they didn't want to have more people coming in and out due to the COVID. Because once yep. it gets in there, I'm assuming it's your toast. Toast. <laughs> we talked about it a couple of weeks ago too about how like there was just COVID was running through 
some prisons, but also they weren't allowing people to go into prisons to go see their loved ones or whatever because they're just concerned of having people yeah. spread it, right? Yeah. Once it's in there, they ain't getting it out. Oh, hundred percent. Not to take that one too far off topic, but uh, there's nothing off topic in this show. Oh, yeah, good. Uh, good. We'll start there. There's uh, <laughs> no just speak, speaking of keep, keeping people out of certain areas. My mom worked in long-term care for a while, and uh, big issue in Canada was it came to light uh, how poorly equipped these long-term care facilities were for people. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. my mom said she goes, these people are heavily reliant on family members who come in. To, to feed individuals, right? Because some of these people uh, can take, you know, up to an hour to feed at a time, right? And obviously, yeah. you, you can't dedicate one nurse to all these people. So as soon as you started barring these families coming in, they were obviously poorly equipped because at the end of the day, obviously, the funding's not there and the resources that they relied on were gone. Uh, so, so really, when it comes down to it, it yeah, they were poorly equipped, but people didn't really know what happened when people were cut off from that, especially the family members, right? Let yeah. No, I think we're seeing I, that in multiple, multiple places. Yeah. I really didn't think about that. Hmm. Because family mm-hmm. members do make a big difference. Oh yeah. And I mean, uh, Linda, Linda generally knows what she's talking about. Uh, so Linda, for, for Linda that, the like, like I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. The first thing with all these people that were, <clears throat> that were dying in the long-term care facilities in Canada in particular, I think it was like 85%. A lot of the deaths were in that, but she said a lot of these people that did die, these are the general people that die throughout the year. They could have caught mm. a cold, pneumonia, whatever, whatever it was. Right. So yeah, the numbers were staggering, but these people were going to die anyway, the majority of them. It just, mm, the issue was it happened all at once. Yeah, it happened yeah. all at once. And then boom, you throw them into all these hospitals. Not only is it spreading everywhere, but you can't bring in any of the high-risk people. So you have to put off the surgeries and then people who, cancer patients, right? Yeah, that's that um, That was the problem. That's a big one. And then that's you gotta, the you got to clean these hospitals then after yeah. you get rid of them. But if the society, if we don't play by the rules and it breaks out again, it's going to happen. And then it's yeah. going to fill up these hospitals. That right? was always the biggest thing was that it, it, when you crowd the hospitals, is that somebody with, with something that's very treatable that isn't COVID wouldn't get the care that they normally mm-hmm. would have gotten. The hospital's crowded. So all of a sudden, that person's now at risk from something that yeah. is perfectly curable. So that, I mean, that was always the biggest issue with COVID. It was just the, the sheer volume of people coming in. That's all it. Um, mm. It wasn't that this was some super deadly virus. It was just that with this many people coming in, a lot of other illnesses became deadly because you mm-hmm. couldn't. Treat. Right. Like it was, it's just, it was just a yeah. massive shit show. And, and they're still going on in the States. Yippee. That got lost in translation because they always, it got taken off topic. That was always the issue. The death mm-hmm. rate compared to the recovery rate is significant. This isn't that deadly, but it's, it's the impact it's having on the medical system. So you had everyone twisting it saying, Oh my yeah. God, everyone thinks we're all, it's like, no, the whole premise was we can't let the hospital and the medical systems get overwhelmed. Look at Florida, Texas, Arizona, right? Yeah. California. Mm-hmm. And there's your example. Yet somehow people twist this into making it a, like a political state. I had uh, one of my uncles said it. Yeah, one of my uncles said it when we were, we were chatting about the states. This was a couple of weeks ago now. And his, his, his statement about it just really, I was just like, oh, that's, perfect. that's a perfect way to describe it. 
He said he couldn't believe the sheer lunacy of the things being done in the name of politics over there. Yep. And I was like, that's it. It's just, it's sheer lunacy in the name of politics. It's just people being almost purposefully ignorant to make their point about being, you know, conservative in, in the United States. Like, it's, it's yep. bizarre, man. It's so weird. Anti-authoritarian, right? Yeah, it's I so told bizarre. them to do this, so they're going to do the opposite. <laughs> like you said, it, it, it's childish, right? But it, to them, it's because you told them you try and tell them what to do, so they're gonna say, uh, "I have the right to do this," when yeah. it's not about that. Yeah, but uh, no, that's a good insight there from Linda. And uh, you know, for the uh, listeners out there who don't know, Linda's a babe. She's a sweetheart. Linda's yeah. Just turned seventy. Yeah, we just turned seventy. We should have Linda on the podcast. We should we should have Linda on the podcast. We should have Linda but, on the podcast. But, but, but speaking of Linda and speaking of moms, Rob, t- t- tell tell us a little bit about that. Uh, you know, what's what's one thing that you've noticed kind of over the years that you have in common with your mother? You know, something that you most likely probably got from her, and you know, how how do you feel that that maybe I don't know connects you a little bit to her more than anybody else? Oh well, it's. Um, to, to give you an example, my sister did the, you know, that change your sex face or whatever, that app that the Russians had or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. What yeah, yeah. That, so that it was, change your sex face. Yeah. So, so the best thing was, is that she did it and she got changed into my cousin Donald and it, identical picture to it. So she, she looks like the McGregor side of the family. And uh, I, I look like the Isleback side, which is my mom. But thankfully, uh, I... Was it just I, called like FaceApp or something like that? Like Face Swap or... Anyway, yeah. There was a Face Swap. Yeah. or whatever. And yeah. <laughs> it's like a- anyway, but no, it, probably my unreasonableness definitely came from her. Where it's my, it's my way. It's my way or the highway. And and if I'm wrong, I'll just double down. Like, no, let's hope, let's hope Linda doesn't listen to this. You just call her unreasonable. Oh yeah, flat out called her unreasonable. Oh, 100 percent. And uh, you'll you'll bring up examples. And uh, I'm 32 now, so I'm finally starting to catch on. And I've started to learn her lines. Like that doesn't sound like something I would say. Or or she's just like, no, no, I I don't think that happened at all. So she she's quite good at deflecting in that sense. So I've had I've had to work on that, and I've had to uh, learn to accept that I'm not always right, and it's actually gone a long way. Ah, that's good. Okay. Yeah. So I I owe Linda quite a bit. Obviously, she was a single mom growing up, so she did everything for my sister and I, and I put her through hell. And but <laughs> Linda at, the th- at thirty, I think around thirty is when your kids start paying off. Um, you hope, because <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, hope, yeah. there's a there's a few that can go the other way, right? But I think because obviously they're just a money pit for the first twenty, and then they're kind of still still bumming off you for the next 10 and you hope they're independent in their thirties. You hope. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it's interesting that you bring that up. I, I find that that, to be honest, is a very like, I don't want to say first world problem. We'll say Western world problem that yep. your kids, you know, your kids are bumming off you into their thirties or into their forties or what have you. I mean, growing up in Nigeria, I think for the most part, you know, it's kind of the opposite at a certain age and it's kind of, you know, end of your twenties, going to your thirties, you're like, okay, I need to start taking my, taking care of my parents. You know, we don't have, you know, homes where you can go and stuff your parents. You know, it's more of a, 
the whole village kind of uh, mentality takes care. So at a certain age, you kind of just need to switch the dial and basically know that, okay, now I'm, I need to start giving back. Like I really need to start doing this. I think, I think it, you start noticing that, like, I know, I know for me, I started, you know, late twenties and now into my thirties, I've, I've started realizing that, that, uh, I don't, I don't want to say the word take care of my parents, but you definitely, you definitely start to see ways in which maybe they're slowing down a little bit. They're not as sharp as mm-hmm. they used to be. I always, like, I, I always tease my mom. I can't stand traveling with her. Uh, she's just, her and I travel very differently. And dragging uh, on moms. <laughs> I'll tell her this to her face happily. <laughs> 15 um, hours before the flight, I always got to be at the airport. Yeah, she's yeah, it's one of those. Yeah, you're just, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really have to be there, mom. But yeah, no, it's, I think that, yeah, you're right, Ola. I think there, there does come a certain point, and maybe it's earlier in some cultures than others, but I think wonder... there comes a point just for just about everybody where we start to realize, okay, now it's our turn to to take care of them. Um, Wondering when, when that happened, where did that come from? Like, I feel like that's a very North American, Amer- like US, Canada thing to... Get to the airport 15 hours early? No, 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 no. <laughs> to, put your, to put your parents in like an old folks home. Uh, I don't like, I feel like that's a very North American thing. Yeah, bro, I, wouldn't say, I think you're right there. Yeah. I, wouldn't, I mean, growing up in the Caribbean, I don't think that's a very Caribbean thing. Um, <laughs> but I, I could just be ignorant. I, I'm curious when that, it must have started like after the war, man, when people just started building these old folks home and throwing their parents in there. I mean, that sounds so bad to say it that way. I know how some of them do it. Like some of them just drop them off and say, I'll visit you once a month. Like, yeah, that's, that's horrible. But... I, I'd want to see the ages in the countries that people live, like how long, right? Because it could mm. just be, it could just be mm. a medical thing in Canada, right? And I'm not saying we have the best medical system, far from. Um, oh, it's, people live a lot longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but like you know, it, it has a ton of problems, but um, it it'll help Good keep point. you going, right? So yeah. I'm not <laughs> saying that it's yeah. better than any of any other countries. Um, out there but that could be a factor just i would feel so bad to like tell my parents that oh, we're gonna put you in an old folks home man no i feel so bad saying that like i wouldn't a, be able to do that a lot of yeah, them are I, just I, when I, it's you're unable to take care of it yourself right and yeah i think then, i think for a lot of them it does become and it's not even just take care of it i know my grandmother here she's just extremely lonely and she's mentioned to my yep. dad a number of times that she'd like to go live in a home just so she was just so she'd be surrounded by people more often Social aspect of it. She's got a big house to herself. My dad lives twenty minutes away. My brother and I live fifteen minutes away from her. Like so, she's she's literally just by herself. So that's true. Yeah, so she's more. She's just lonely. She's like, I'd like to just be around people to talk to. Mm-hmm. So Rob, yeah, you're that's true. Rob, you were saying how you were a bit of a burden on your on your mother when you're twenties and maybe still now. So. I got a question for the rest of everybody. What's one regret that you had when you were younger? And it, 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 how could it have changed? How could it turn out differently if you waited till you were a little older? I, the one, I always say this. Right. I wish, I wish that going straight into university from high school was not a thing. I feel like forcing kids, I think at, at 18 years old, I actually think it's too soon to mm. make kids, to make kids make a choice on their future. I mean, how many of us, when we went to university, immediately started doing the thing that we're doing now? I mean, it's it's very rare. One out of six. <laughs> <laughs> it's very rare. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, it's very rare that you start university and that's the thing that you end up doing. 
most kids end up changing their mind after a year or two. And I'm like, well, then why don't we just, I mean, yeah, why, does, I, why doesn't the normal thing just be take a break, take a year after? Like, I, I really wanted to do that. I didn't do that. I wish that I had. Mm-hmm. I wish that I'd taken a year after high school to just sort of figure myself out. The biggest concern I've heard with that from parents around here growing up was people start making money and then you're just fine with that. Yeah, and you decide um, never to go back. That, yeah. that was it. I Obviously, I don't have kids, but that was the one you always heard when someone wanted to take a year off. The biggest concern the parents always said was they're going to st- just like making money. And yeah. even yeah. if not as much as they could make, they go do that. But I mean, I don't know, this COVID, I would, I'd defer my first year if I was in the university. Yeah, I'd, I'd, want, I'd want the experience, but who's to say it's ever going to come back like it was, right? I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. My uh, One of my cousins from Bahamas is going off to university in New York, and she leaves, I think, tomorrow. Uh, she's to still go going? She's still going. Like, oh, in New York? Yeah. So she's she's going to in... wave goodbye to her. <laughs> she's going to university in New York. She leaves tomorrow, yeah. I, I, I mean, we'll be welcoming her in. Yeah. Is the university even open? Yeah, they, apparently, they said they're going to open September, man. Oh, that is crazy. Oh, U.S. I mean, doesn't the other, care. So the other concern, yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, that's it. The U.S. Yeah. US doesn't care. Caring. They don't care. Stop caring. The other concern, too, is she's got a scholarship. So, like, what if she does, what's the uh, obligation of, like, if I don't go in September, do, do I, I lose that scholarship? scholarship right? Do I keep that scholarship? Damn. That's, 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 a bit, that's, that's pressure. There, that's yeah. pressure. That is a tough decision. School, school ain't cheap. <laughs> No, not you. School in the money. U.S. is definitely not cheap. Ridiculous. No, school in Canada ain't cheap. No, it's yeah, like triple in the U.S. In, uh, yeah. 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 I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying that it's more expensive than the states. I'm just saying, for an international student in Canada, it's still pretty That's true. expensive. Yeah, an international student in the U.S. You won't yeah, pay true. with your kidneys, your ass, everything. <laughs> yeah, but in the states, you do that for anything anyway. You do not to school. That's true. I th- I think a year at one of their universities is, was more than a year law school in Canada. Jesus. Some of those ones were like forty five grand. I saw in the U.S. It's insane. So when people talk about putting money away for college in the U.S., I never really understood it until I saw those numbers. Because in Canada, you anywhere from two to ten grand. Yo, I wasted yeah. my parents' money at university. <laughs> I look back on it now, and I'm like, damn, that was a. That was a poor, poor form. It is, poor it form. is what it is. <laughs> poor form. No, no but Nathan, you, you, mentioned a, you mentioned an interesting point in the sense that, uh, you know, here, yes, there is that push that, you know, you either go to university or you're getting a job. But, you know, in a lot of, uh, you know, Central European countries, like Germany, for instance, like there is that year off and it's like, I'm going to go and travel. So, you know, the parents don't have that fear of maybe my kids are going to start making money and then I want to go soon because, they know that they're just going to go and travel. That's what they're yeah. going to do with that year. But also, that said, in countries like Germany, higher education is free. Yeah, you know? yeah, so you take that year off, you're not worrying about, oh, am I gonna be gonna, you know, what am I going to do to pay for school? You're going to school. It's free. You can go to study. You don't have that um, anticipated need to, oh, I need to start saving up for school. Yeah. You know? So it, it, that definitely, I think makes a big difference in that mentality of yeah I, I i would take a year off you know i'll take a year off because i don't need to worry about i need to save you know a hundred and something thousand just for my first year of med school or something no that's true you're right the it's remnants never, of yeah. socialism in europe still alive and well with their free education <laughs> and healthcare system 
<laughs> it's working out for some people, I guess. Yeah, no, that sounds like one of the one of the good ones. Yeah. It is. But I don't think you should ever have regrets at the end of the day. They're all learning experiences. You can go I back and, and, and wish you changed here and there. Hindsight's twenty twenty, right? No, I agree. I agree. That is true. That is true. That's a good question. Hmm. So is, is, yeah, is Chan just like the silent Chan's our fact checker. He just sits okay, in the background. Okay, that's and, fine. Like, and I then figured he like producer. And then every time Ola <laughs> says something bizarre, Chan will chime in like two minutes later and said, that's actually true, guys. Yeah. It's like the producer and the newscaster. Literally. So we can be like, check that, check that. Okay. Yeah. Like when Ola tried to play Two Truths and a Lie. That was the oh, worst yeah. okay. experiment okay. No, We're not getting into that. We're that was the worst that. experiment ever, Ola. We're not See, I, I, I like it, though. If you guys should make a segment at the end, and you can call it uh, Check It Chan, and uh, <laughs> you, can recap, you can recap everything that you guys said and see what was correct, right? So, hey, this, Chan, was bullshit. this was bullshit. This was bullshit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah this right. was way off. That is actually not true. And then, yeah, and then you got the little wrap up at the end. Check it, Chan. I kind of like that. Check, Check it, Chan. Chan. I like it. I like it. I'm game. Dan needs to keep like a score. Whoever gets like minus points for sa- saying something like that. <laughs> yeah. We award yeah. a winner at the end of every show of the yeah. versus of the most ridiculous things. <laughs> or do or do like a month and just see what accuracy is, right? <laughs> and then people will know who to rely on when they start hearing things. <laughs> I will say this. I've had a couple friends listen to the podcast now and they were actually quite impressed. They were like, Oh, you guys actually had some pretty good conversations. Like, yeah, Nuggets so seem quite we're quite doing thrilled. something right. We're doing something right, guys. I think that the the biggest thing that I realized as I get older is just, and it, it frustrates the hell out of me, is how right my parents were. Like, so there were so many things there at the time. I was like, nah, you guys, you're just talking shit. You don't know what it's like in today's world. And as I get older, I'm just like, yo, they were so right. Like, they, man. Mm, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's the more The more I get older, the more I realize, you know what? The people who are older than you actually do have some sort of, some knowledge they can, they can, uh, they can pass down. And part. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah. There's been times sure. where uh, I was like hot headed. My mom had to like ca- like walk me back from not jump, not literally jumping off an edge, but you know, walk me back from making a stupid decision. I'm like, think about it. You know, a week or a month later, I'm like, damn it, she's right. Like always, my parents are. Yeah, they have 40 years more experience than I do. So yeah, they've lived a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. They probably made some of the same mistakes that we have. So yeah, it would be worse. Probably worse. I mean, shit was, you know, they used to do some fuck shit back in the day. Yo, every now and every now and then, because Bermuda's a small place, right? So you hear little drips and drip, drips and stuff every now and then. Every now and then, like a story comes out about my dad, and I'm just like, yo, that guy, that guy was. <laughs> one guy yeah. came up to me. He's like, one guy, just one guy who I've known for ages, my age. He came up to me. He's telling me about how his dad and my dad were so close, this dad and the other, and he was telling me some of the crazy stuff they used to do, and I was just like, yo. Are we talking about the same person? Like this? I was like, this, this doesn't That's sound. That's not my daddy. Like, oh, but That's no, not my daddy, you, man. Yo, it's they were they were alive in the seventies. Like they were. My dad was my dad was eighteen years old in the seventies. You can only imagine. So three sons. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Orgies. <laughs> you should always you should always sit down with a grandparent or a parent and just kind of start digging into their life stories it's one thing you'll and always regret if you don't so, yeah i agree so i was gonna i was gonna flip this around that this is a childhood regret of mine that i wish i took advantage of and didn't wait till i was older that my grandfather passed away and i wish mm. that i had like 
just tape recordings or just conversation with him because he served in the war. He was a commando for the Royal Marines in the Pacific. And so he always had stories about like, they had to kill an elephant and they had, because it was running through their camp and stuff like that and had to bury an elephant in the middle of the night so it doesn't attract people or the enemy to come get them and stuff like that. And I really, really wish that, I remember my first year in college in Canada, um, I would go visit him, but you know, this little island boy coming to Canada doesn't want to go spend the weekend with his grandfather or something yeah, like that, right? True. That's and true. I totally, totally regret that now where I wish I would go to his condo, stay at his condo. And I mean, we would watch TV and go to dinner and stuff like that. But I really wish that, uh, yeah, I just sat down and said, okay, tell me a story. Or yeah, just like ask some questions. Yeah, just. Yeah. Now Damn, that I'm man. older, I wish that I yeah thought about that. Yeah, you f***ed up, man. You could have written 1917. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I've been doing so now that yeah, I getting more nostalgic about it. I've been doing a bit more research in like the commandos and um like I have his medals and I have like his service record and stuff like that. So I'm trying to like mm. piece together pieces of the puzzle. And so before he died, he wrote about like ten pages of him serving in the war and like his engagement. Like he asked my grandmother to marry him and she didn't give him an answer that night and then he got shipped out the next morning and so he didn't it's not like know. a movie man he didn't, oh mikey yo <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't know if she said yes or no he just assumed she wasn't interested so he went back to yeah he went on uh he went in uh god what's it called he went in service yeah right away from scotland he was he went down to australia he served in australia india burma that area New Zealand. You got to write that down, man. It's like coming yeah, to a theater near you. Or something. <laughs> yeah. wait, wait, wait. Wait, coming wait, summer back. 2021. <laughs> wait, did you say he served in Burma? Yeah, yeah. This is the Second World War. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yo, my He's grandfather got, served in Burma. He got. He has a Burmese star. Yeah. Oh shit! He probably knew you, man. He probably knew <laughs> your granddad. <laughs> probably, probably. We'll have to check it out, man. He was in the Royal That's Marines. Crazy. I have That's a crazy. I know the ship that he served on and we have like charted out of the ports. We know the dates and the ports that they entered. And then mm-hmm. we know he went to Australia and that was the end of the war. And then he got back to Scotland. Um, mm. But yeah, we have the boat that he served on and yeah, it's super interesting. Well, Mikey, the more, the more I spend time with Mikey, the more it seems me and him might be inexplicably linked I mean, Mikey at one point told me he did a DNA test and he's apparently, what is it, 8% Nigerian? Something like that. I mean, yeah. Yo, well, let's... If you trust my, if you trust my step, those. My stepdad well, did what one. What was it, one of those Facebook DNA my, tests? My stepdad is... My <laughs> stepdad is he's as white British as you can get. Family originally came from um, Latvia and he's been in Britain and he got 1% Nigerian. So I don't know. I mean, I guess everybody... 8% more. I guess... Ah. Everybody, at, but if you think about it, everybody at some point, if you believe in, in evolution and everything else, everybody at some point came from Africa. So, so that that was from Ancestry.com. And so it did have that that area, Nigeria, Togo, that kind of area, right? Yeah. The funny thing is my brother is paler and red-haired more than I am, and he got more percentage concentration for Africa. And after a while, it made like a pool, and it said, we're guessing that you're from like the Bahamas – um, region, either Bahamas or Barbados region, because this is, 
these are the percentages that we see in people from these re- from these regions. Well, they probably just looked at your address. They probably went and Facebooked him. Yeah, <laughs> like, ah, he must be, you know, like one of those. Got um, him. Got him. Count me now. I'll tell yeah. you fortune. <laughs> oh, Mikey from the Caribbean. <laughs> Just a quick little Google search. <laughs> be but on, but on that topic of the regrets there, um, I don't have any grandparents left. And uh, my dad died when I was four. So I make an effort each night when I come home to sit down for dinner with, uh, with Linda. Uh, because obviously uh, we don't live forever. And I'd hate to look back and go, ah, I wish I did that. So it's mm-hmm. all about doing the things now uh, before you do regret it. That's very That's true. true. Ola, you asked me about that service afterwards. Did you? Would, were you going to do anything with StoryWorth? Not a sponsor. Yeah, actually, not a sponsor. Um, I actually forwarded that to uh, my dad. I actually forwarded that to my dad, uh, trying to see if I could get uh, a couple of his stories out of him. Because I haven't uh, spent a lot of time with my dad growing up, you know, boarding school and everything. And when him and I sit across the table, sometimes it's not entirely always like oh it's like a father or son it's kind of like oh two friends one is older yeah, yeah. yeah. one is younger less rich so it's, um... <laughs> so actually, it's, um... actually that's interesting because i think all of us to us especially those of us that went to boarding school and boarded at boarding school there there's a key period of our life that we were away from our parents you know mm-hmm. most kids through the ages of 13 to 17 actually still live with their parents and everything else whereas you know, I didn't. I was in a different country across across you know, across an ocean from my parents. So from the age of thirteen to seventeen, you know, there's little things that I just you know, I missed out on of of doing with I think my we parents. missed those moments, right? That we would have yeah. So yeah, they I, probably I mean, loved every minute of it. That's Eddie Condolan's for you there. I can yeah. guarantee they you didn't that. Miss it at all. Yeah, they didn't <laughs> no, they, they were they were loving those years. I can guarantee you that. So yeah, some bratty, you <laughs> or you're like some bratty little teenager that oh my god I can't believe this kid because I remember like times my dad would pick me up from school and I wasn't at boarding school but he would pick me up from school at the end of the day and he would be trying to strike up a conversation on the drive home and he'd be like so what'd you learn today and I was like ah nothing much and yeah. that'd be the end oh, now, yeah. that I'm older, yep. now that I'm older I'm like why are you such a dick man like yeah. your dad is trying to talk to you have a conversation <laughs> with your dad uh, experience so, you use that word earlier it all comes down to that one thing though uh, that you did get something from your dad speaking of fact checking that accent was, point, was spot on <laughs> where does the accent generate from what region yeah. the accent you know you know what the funniest thing is <laughs> you know what the funniest thing is Chan, Chan actually stumbled on something that he actually didn't realize was a very true fact. Um, I find it easy to mimic people's accents, and I never found, I never realized, like, oh, maybe it's just a thing. But I've never seen somebody do it as well as my dad. I've seen this guy literally like this. He's talking one minute, he's talking to some Nigerian, and he's like, ah, Mr. Justin, hey, thank you very much. Okay, okay. And then the next minute he picks up the phone and he's talking to someone in England. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, damn, what the fuck? So uh, it's interesting. And notice that I'm just like, yeah, that's that, you know, that that would be one of those things. So check it, Chan. You are uh, you are correct. That is not bullshit. I thought Chan was gonna go somewhere else with that. 
I yeah, thought what he, you, what he you was going with your dad. I somewhere. thought he was going uh, back to the high school days and <laughs> back to the what? You just want to play some basketball. That was my uncle. Get your facts right. That was my uncle. And and he couldn't he couldn't wait to get us out of the house. Yeah, we were there for yeah, like an we, hour. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you Did think you your imagine? parents wanted you around? Yeah. <laughs> he was like he was going desperate. to the Y. He was, yeah, he was handing like, us all to the let Y. Them play. Yeah. <laughs> I will pay you. <laughs> They just want to play some goddamn basketball. That's that's what he said <laughs> in those words. <laughs> that's oh, what he was exact words. That's Not what he that was exact tone, but in those exact. That words. is exactly what he was thinking in his head. Out where he said these boys just want to play some basketball, and he said he's saying, "Get them the fuck out of my house." Oh yeah. Can you believe that was like 15 years ago? No, I can't. That was that was some time ago. But that um, was half our, half our life ago. Oh God! When you say it like that, oh, that hurts. Oh. <laughs> literally half our yeah. life ago. What did but, you uh, guys think about Nuggets? Uh, this stuck with me, and you said this a while ago about mm. why he says we feel that time moves faster. Is that the older you get, you know, you've been here for longer, so therefore, you know, a minute to a four-year-old is different than a minute to a 32 mm-hmm. that's probably not the best example probably like a minute a, to a 16 no, year old I, I, yeah so sense. it's yeah, yeah so a sense. day a day in the age of us who is somebody who's six years old is a smaller percentage than a day of somebody who is four years old so yeah so he, yeah. he says based on that that's why we feel that time is moving quicker time. at this age it's right. also probably routine though too right like yeah that, you're, and that, like, that's routine uh, whereas like when you're a kid it's like every day is different right like, yeah I th- well i think as mm-hmm. well when you get older there's you have a bit more awareness of you can skip things over a bit more whereas when you're a kid everything's new to you right so like you mm-hmm. everything just takes your attention and everything is the greatest thing ever everything's new and exciting whereas when you're older you can kind of like i can the four minutes when I brush my teeth in the morning, like I can, I can skip, like my brain just sort of skips past that. Mm-hmm. My brain doesn't need to remember that because I do that every day. So your mm-hmm. brain, as the older you get, the, there are more things there are in your life that you can just feel like you can just skip over. And then I guess that just makes the time go by quicker, I guess. I don't know. That's fair. I don't think there's a wrong answer. I was just curious because that stuck with me and I don't agree a hundred percent, but the more I thought about it, I thought it was an interesting take. No, it is. And Everyone Nugget does not have too many singers. He, no, he doesn't have too many interesting takes, that's for sure. <laughs> he just loves to troll you guys with uh, Man U. Yeah, that's, that's his favorite thing to do. And, and his, he is the only fan of Man City, I think, that I've ever met. Not to say he's, too he's many secretly, he's secretly a fan here. of Manchester United. As I say, just about everybody is. I say deep oh, down, everybody's the United. Yeah, otherwise, otherwise, they're, they're the New York otherwise Yankees. Otherwise, they wouldn't talk about us so much. They're the New York Yankees. Otherwise, they wouldn't, they wouldn't talk about us so much if they didn't secretly love us. Ugh. It's like the, it's like the two little kids in grade school, the ones that bicker all the time because they like each other. So the people that sit there and talk shit about United all the time, because deep down, they know they love us. Is that you and Nugget then? Your little bickering when you guys are going back? <laughs> Secretly, no, you guys like I said, I said grade school. I said grade no, school. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We got, we, we got what you mean. It's okay. But, uh, you know, even on this topic of regrets and decisions, I was thinking there, there, there are a lot of decisions in life that you, you, you kind of hem and haw about, you know, and you're like, should I do it? Is that the right thing to do? And then there's things that you almost don't even 
think about it. You almost do almost automatically just because you were there. It was the thing to do. Yeah. And on that note, is when, when was the last time you had one of those moments where you didn't hem and haw and think it over and say, is it the right thing to do? Maybe I should think about it. And when was the last time you just, you know, you did something and before you even realized you were doing it, you're, you're already in this thing. Like good or bad or regardless? Regardless. You know, when was the last time? What was that thing? Well, it's every day of my life. It's usually out my mouth before <laughs> I think about what I'm going to say. <laughs> so, so you tend to get yourself in some hot water because you reread it if you're texting it or you think out loud going, oh boy, did that come out like that? And especially in this day and age, right? Because uh, anything could get pulled up ten years anything. from now. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So, oh, not even just that, but you know, like, how glad how glad is everybody that cell phones weren't a thing when we were sixteen. Hundred percent. Oh toast. Not that we were horrible people. Just putting that out there. Not that we were some horrible people, but no. But he, even the language of the time yeah. was different. Questionable things no, that said for sure. That said, that said, we had like ICQ yeah, and MSN. Yeah, MSN message. I was gonna say MSN that, Messenger. That shit was. That wasn't on you all the time, right? Like, that wasn't on your That's phone. True. Yeah, but then and that wasn't, like, instant. It was instant in a way, but it's, like, you had to be, like, you at had to be at home. Right? Yeah, you had to be like, at home. Like, if something happened on the street, you couldn't just, like, take out your phone and be yeah. like, oh, and yeah. nor, was you there, nor was there this, this, I mean, everything's stored now. I mean, your, your whole yeah. Facebook profile yeah. is visible. You know, your, your chats get backed up to the cloud. Like, everything's there forever. That wasn't the case with MSN. You could save chats, but you had to physically go and click file, save chat, and blah, 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 and you don't know that once, man. once you closed it it was gone yeah. <laughs> and and there's no video of like the your worst moment of your life right yeah, that no. some people are getting stuck with yeah. on here where yeah. they'll never live it down i get memories no. i i sent i sent nathan the the chat of what he posted on my wall 10 years ago he goes i can't believe i wrote that yeah there's, like, there's, yeah. there's plenty of things that i've That's written it. on facebook 10 years ago I'm where not, they, not even just not even just yeah not even just the topic of what i wrote about just the language. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm even just, the grammar. I, I can't believe, yeah. I'm looking at it. I can't believe that I even thought that it was cool to write grammatically like like that, in that way. Like, I thought that was cool. Remember the letters? Was, the, like, the oh, U, the R. Oh, God, yeah. Now, oh, it's cringeworthy man. now, seeing that. It and, is. And, and, like, it talking is. to girls. Like, I can't believe they'd even respond. Yeah, I know. <laughs> If somebody even if, if somebody now it's like you better if somebody messaged me like that if somebody messaged me like that I wouldn't be like no I'm not talking to this person <laughs> yeah be like this person's a wingnut like oh, they they can't take the time to write out full sentences right yeah. like either they're lazy or they lack intelligence well no now it's actually different now you actually have to put effort in yeah. to write incorrectly. Because your phone will yeah. correct it for you. Yeah. So yeah. If your phone will correct it for yeah. you. So if somebody's written me a message using slang terms, they literally put effort into writing in the slang term. Yes. It's even worse. That's even worse because they've done this. They've gone out of their way to write you instead of Y-O-U. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I had a friend from, uh, I had a friend from uh, primary school that, you know, texting me out of the blue and it was that exact same thing that went through my head because i'm sitting there and my phone is autocorrecting sometimes i'm trying to write saying duck like the yeah. phone is trying the to fix everything yes. grammar that swearing but then fixed. this this guy is like typing you are i'm like dude how much effort did you put into this to actually just write in letters to me yeah <laughs> that's true because it is damn hard to avoid the autocorrect on phone. yeah it is hard 
So if yeah. somebody sent you something poorly worded now, you know that they they meant that shit. Like they they they, meant, real. To, they meant to write it poorly. That <laughs> shit was real. Split second decisions. Yeah, Mikey. Well, I was thinking. Uh, I was thinking. Um, I mean, good or bad, but I think the last split second decision was just it was talking to a girl recently. Oh, uh, oh, well, we got another. We got another relationship starting on here. No, 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 no. But this was <laughs> Fawcett's, um, Fawcett's dead in the closet somewhere. Is yeah, Fawcett but it was a more... girlfriend. Wait, <laughs> well, baby, no, he's bruh, dead in a baby. He, yeah, he, that's bruh, right. Yeah. We, <laughs> we saw this went thing. from I'm seeing this girl to we live together. Yo, she with, within a matter she of like pregnant. two weeks, Rob. Within a matter of like two weeks. There was one week where we were on air, and he was like, oh, yeah, I know. I just started seeing this girl. The next week, he's at our house. He's like, I can't leave. As a family law lawyer, I would advise against that. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you, you can get in some deep trouble real quick. Those years fly by. We were just talking about how quick time goes by, let me tell you. I swear, we could have done like a podcast just on Fawcett, because it started off with him checking a couple on Tinder or whatever when we first started doing the podcast. He went to Ikea with her. And they went to Ikea. And then he called us when, yeah, he was in the phone coming back from Ikea. And then there yeah. was another time he called us from her apartment. And another time she was in the video with him. I was like, yeah. We could have done a whole <laughs> character arc just on Fawcett. Now wow. he's going to have a baby. So, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's why he couldn't be on the show tonight. Maybe <laughs> yeah. That's true. Oh, Anyways, we keep on. getting off topic. We keep getting off topic. <laughs> I see. Split second decisions. Jan. Can't be silent for too long. The next I'd say just when you're traveling, you know, you just come up with split yeah, second decisions and you just gotta travel. Make it, yeah, yeah you just travel is gonna be mine. It's like you take the path right or left, and like it's just you just choose one. Sometimes yeah. good, sometimes bad. But yeah, the, the know, biggest one I've been traveling. Um, yeah, there's definitely every day when you're traveling, Chan, you're right. There's decisions like that. Do I turn left? Do I turn right here? And they could change your entire day. Whether you turn left to <laughs> yeah. right, takes you to a whole different place and something else happens. Um, I mean, the biggest the one I've made to... traveling was uh, I made the decision while while on the plane of where I was going to go. Like I was, I had planned to go to Southeast Asia for a couple months. And in the plane from JFK to um, Manchester which was from Manchester. I was going to go to London and then head on to Southeast Asia on the plane. I was just like, no, I don't feel like going to Southeast Asia anymore. And like, I had planned this whole trip out and on the plane, I was just like, no, I'm not going. And the, the worst part was that I had packed for Southeast Asia. So I had packed like, like summer clothes. It was going to be roasting hot. And I ended up in Europe for two months in January with, with a whole bunch the of shorts. Shorts. Short <laughs> yeah. shorts. Yeah. So it was, it was uncomfortable for, for a couple of days to like manage to find some clothes. I will miss the ability to travel, which I was looking forward to. I hope COVID is not impacted as much as I anticipate it will. More out of my personal choice, I think, than anything. What are you anticipating will happen with travel? Well, I don't know if if how long until I feel comfortable going. I'm not too sure. I sure wouldn't want to do anything too soon now. I mean, people in the U.S., they can do whatever they want. But uh, at, the end of, at the end of the day, uh, you know, Rob's going to be looking out for number one here. Literally, every time, always, somebody says the, every time somebody says the word U.S. no, the only thing I can do is just, I just literally, it's a split-second reaction. Speaking of split-second decisions, 
my head just starts shaking just involuntarily. Somebody says the U S and my head just drops and I just start shaking it just because it's, I mean, it's laughable. It's really laughable at just how poorly they're dealing with everything. Yes. That's, that's, that's interesting that you say that. Nathan. That, that might become a thing now, you know, and there was a shaking, time when people said, Oh, America, U S people were like, Oh yes. You know, opportunities yeah. and people were excited. So, you know, it might, you would get out of this and people say us and people just like oh no not again so you're yeah. saying the american dream is over <laughs> was there yeah, was there ever an american dream though <laughs> i think we've had this discussion once before whereas you know yeah there was it depends american who dream. americans uh, yeah were. Who, who are we talking about here's a good question that any of you guys can answer do you think that america could transition back to a third world country no. is it likely no. is it likely no could it happen yeah yeah, anything's possible. Yeah, could it happen? Absolutely. I mean, nobody thought that Rome would ever not be the center of the world back That's when the true. Roman Empire was. They could fall. Yeah. Like, but I don't not to the the state of a third world country unless it was and blew up internally, which is not too far fetched either. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's, it's is it likely? No, <laughs> no. But is it possible? Too much money. Yeah, so there's too much possible? money yeah. with, with with very few people, and they just wouldn't let it happen. There's too much money. There's too many corporations that mm-hmm. like prop up the United yeah. States, right? There's so much. There's so much industry that goes on there that I don't think it would be like if the government. The government is one thing from the corporations. But you, you know, five years ago, I'd probably agree with you and say, yeah, the the world is too intertwined with the states to to allow that to happen. But the way the States has been, especially under this administration, pulling themselves back away from the world, um, it's not far-fetched if, if that type of ideology continues, that they'll be so isolated in terms of we're going to do everything by ourselves, F the rest of you, yeah. that, that, if, that if they do start going down, the rest of the world says, yeah, well, f- you too. Um, and all I know, I just want my new iPhone 12. After that, they could do whatever the hell I want. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 